the Super Speedway. Yeah, I was close enough to drive it in there, and um, yeah, I, I feel like I'd be mad at myself for not at least trying. I mean, um, obviously, I don't mean to wreck anybody much, especially him. Uh, some guys I wouldn't mind, but he's he's not one of them. So, uh, you know, hopefully he's not too mad at me. Feel like you gotta go for it here in an event like this and in a situation. So um, I can't be sorry about going for the win, but certainly didn't mean to wreck him. Yeah, it happened too. Uh, it didn't work out for either of us. So uh, well, we were just racing hard and you know, a little bit fresher tires there. We we saved the set and uh, got back to second there. And I kind of. This car was really good. I had to use up a lot to get to them, and I kind of I tried to protect, and I drove into the last corner really deep to try to make sure I didn't protect it or get dive bomb like that, and uh, it just came together there. So, um, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Welcome to episode 182 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. I'm your host Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host James Cush. James. There's been cars on the track, man. Cars on the track? Cars on the track now? As we speak, yeah. there are cars on the track for NASCAR qualifying. Speed week is a go. Daytona, we are a go. Daytona 500 is underway when you're listening to this. Chances are you'll already know who got the poll, but we're updating it live because so far 39 cars have taken time uh, of the 44 that will qualify, or 43 because apparently Derek Cope's not taking a lap. Uh, and Alex Bowman is right now our provisional poll winner with uh, William Byron on the outside of the front row. Looks like we're going to have all Hendrick front row again. Looks like um, it. Yep, that seems to be a it seems to be a, a theme there. Although, uh, didn't Stenhouse take it last year? Didn't, wasn't it Ricky Stenhouse's yeah, poll last yeah, year? Yeah, I think so, you're right. I think you're right, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but other than that, it's been, yeah, it's it's, it's been Bowman and, and all those guys. Yeah, just uh, it looks like it's going to be Bowman again. I think it'll be his third one. Yeah, I'm looking right now. We've Pretty got, cool. we have, I'm assuming Gregson's in a Chevrolet um that's, is, that's yeah. the only chevy left and you got two toyotas with kyle bush and christopher bell left to go so uh, yeah we were shocked at uh Bubba wallace had, yeah. a, had he's gonna be starting up uh, fronting in the duels yep. he'll be uh he'll be pretty close to the front so yeah he'll be out right now looks like outside uh front row for duel two yeah so there you go man that's nice nice so. cars on the track love it this is the used to be a longer version of speed weeks but uh, I like regardless better, I, I, like yeah. I like it yeah Track, cars on track every day. Beautiful. I like the condensed. I mean, I I really enjoyed when they did the the battle at the beach or whatever on the back stretch. That was cool. Yeah, um, back in the day. But now this is good. We don't need to be there as long as uh, as long as we were in the past. Uh, Kyle yeah. Bush, Kyle Bush, fifteenth on the grid now. There you go. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. But yeah, we had cars on the track yesterday. We had the Bush Clash. Um. We made some predictions last week that it was going to stink. And uh, and I think we're going to disagree a little bit tonight. <laughs> so, Probably that's so, okay. We're going <laughs> to. I think we're going to disagree. That's okay. Let's break down the clash a little bit. We had, uh, like I said, on the road course for the first time ever. Um, not very high expectations, and maybe that's why I thought this was a decent race because my bar was set really low. Expectations were really low for this one. Um, we got a taste of the road course last year, and. I mean, it wasn't a terrible race last year, but it wasn't a barn burner. It was a wadded up uh, ball of sheet metal yeah. last year. And yeah. then uh, we started it out, and it looked like, yeah, this race is going to suck. Uh, Denny Hamlin got out front, and it was just follow the leader. And then a caution came out. 
And from that point forward, there was strategy. And I thought it was a very compelling race. Um, it, it wasn't a spectacular race, but it was a compelling race. And then we got to the last lap, um, which was already setting up to be decent. The last, last few or tail end of the race was setting up to be decent because of different, uh, um, different strategies, different tire strategies, but, uh, got the late, late, late race restart and, uh, the buddies battling, <laughs> battling, coming down to the last turn that chicane they put in on the front stretch that NASCAR was hoping would create Charlotte Roval and uh, and Canadian Tire Motorsports Park type action coming to the checkers, and it did. <laughs> and uh, old Blaney and and, uh, and Elliot got together, and KFB gets KFB. the win. It's still Kyle yep. Busch. KFB. Yes, there Eric. you go. <laughs> Eric, if I have to hear another NASCAR media member talk about how Chase Elliott didn't want to wreck his friend, I, know. I am going to vomit. So here's the thing. I was listening to the teardown this week uh, with, with Jeff Luck and Jordan Bianchi. And uh, and Jeff's claim, he, he goes to Jordan and he says, you and I are friends. Oh, I, I heard it. And he says... <laughs> he says to Jordan, he says, you wouldn't, would you, he didn't even get the question out. And Jordan said, yeah, every time. And James, I want to ask you coming to the line, you and me coming to the checkers, no money on the line, just a trophy. You reckon me? Oh yeah. I dump you. Me oh, yeah. too, man. You're oh, going yeah. around. And, and, oh yeah. And I would swagger around <laughs> yeah. afterwards. I have no shame. In not, it. not there only no that James, but because you are my buddy, you probably would get it worse than anybody else. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm going to rough you up more than anybody. Do you remember when Dale Earnhardt wrecked his friend, Rusty Wallace? Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, I mean, God, there was no way not. coming out of turn four that you didn't think they were going to get together, right? No, I mean, they were going to get together. No. It, it was yeah. obvious Chase was going to pilot in there. Yeah, you got to. I was you actually impressed Chase. that Chase tried to pilot in there clean. He really did, because instead of going to the bumper, instead of trying to wreck him, he tried to pass him. Yeah, they just ran out of room. I mean, that, that corner is designed like that. You can't go side by side through that turn. Yeah, and I, you know, I think he went in there with the intentions of leaning on him. I mean, yeah. he, I think he was expecting contact, but but yeah, you're not going to touch. You, you cannot touch somebody in that chicane and not spin them out. Uh, listen, this isn't the first time Chase Elliott's done that same thing. He's done it before. He did it at and, Canadian and, Tire and, Motorsports Park yeah, for his truck, exactly. first truck series win. Yep. Remember, he doesn't race that way. Yep. Remember that. Yeah. Oh, so, exactly. yeah. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, man, you can't blame anybody for it. It's no. just racing. Well, the, the, racing. the yep. biggest thing is, okay, you can say. That's what NASCAR wants. Exactly. But you can say, yeah, that's not, you know, not sportsmanship, not good sportsmanship, blah, blah, blah. Nah, During nah. a regular season race, I'll give that to you. But it's, it's, this is, this race is for this. It's for the checkers. It's for the win. Nothing else on the line. You, you it's designed for the last lap or last corner wreck, you know? Yep. Bring home the yeah, bring home the steering wheel, and that's it. The biggest thing is, is that Chase committed the same sin that Danny Hamlin did when when Denny wrecked him at Martinsville, and he didn't take home the win. Kyle yeah. Busch snuck by and got the win, which I was shocked. I thought I thought Chase was going to get it, but Kyle just had the line and yeah, Chase didn't uh, yeah Chase couldn't get up to sp back up to speed. Yeah, he was uh, he was all bogged down. So yeah, uh, Kyle Busch just came on rolling through, led one lap on the day. <laughs> I mean, well, he, technically, he only led like 400 yards. Don't get me wrong, though. I mean, regular season, you're going to this is it's fair game, man. This is NASCAR. Oh, yeah. We're going to see this again at the Roval. I mean, it's yep. this is, you know, we might we may see it again in a couple of weeks. Yep. You know, exactly. it's just the way. And, you know, I, and this is where you and I disagree. I thought the race was pretty stink, a uh, pretty stinky show <laughs> for the first 30 laps. And then, yeah, I mean, it was it was a good finish. And, and that that saves it, of course. 
but I think the one of the one of the good things that road course racing allows is what you said, Eric, and that's where we agree. It's it's the strategy, yeah. Um, the different situations that you got you find yourself in, and when you've got the better road course racer um, on older tires trying to come back through the field, uh, trying to make that pass late. Uh, it's going to definitely be exciting because Blaney, how many times did Blaney mess up yeah. on those last few laps? And Chase was just smooth, man. He was coming for him. Well, then you had you had Martin Truex Jr., who was super fast, came from the back twice. Yeah, um, and was then basically finally, a bull in China yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah um, he was. You had you had Kyle, who was coming through the field. We had we saw Chase come through the field. Um, Blaney was exciting. Uh, Daniel Hemrick was spectacular to watch. He was so much fun to watch. I thought I thought Tyler if he Reddick. had a better car. Yeah, that's what I meant. Tyler Reddick. Yeah, t- yeah Tyler yeah. Reddick. If he had a better car, he would have won that race. He yeah, just he didn't kept, have the car. His line going into uh, the first <laughs> corner, he kept running it high. But I mean, everybody was blowing that first corner. Mm-hmm. Nobody blew it worse than Kurt Busch. No, Kurt Busch set a new record for blowing the first. <laughs> I third. actually, when he blew the first corner, I looked up. I looked up because I was uh, I was feeding the baby as I'm watching the race, <laughs> and I actually looked up and went, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> I saw smoke. I'm like, "What is he? Where is he going?" That's funny. No, yeah. I, I thought, again, this was it a barn burner? No. Was it better than last year's Clash? Yeah, it was, because last year's Clash was a mess. Yeah. <coughs> last but, year's, and le, well, I think last year's Clash, too, it took so long. That's yeah. what that's what, what the time suck was was probably the worst part of last year's Crash. Or <laughs> Crash, yeah. Exactly. And, I mean, that's what it was. It was a Crash. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, I, I think what's going to happen here, Eric, is uh, we're going to be running this road course again. Yep. Um, for the clash in the future. I am uncertain of that. I know the drivers aren't super, uh, you know, Hamlin, you know, Hamlin said on Twitter, some ideas should stay ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, mean, I, don't know I agree. If his mind I changed, like but... seeing the cars on the oval because it's just something about that first run. Daytona. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time we run the oval, we run it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Do we really need to run it on Tuesday too? Right. You know, this is especially right. if we go into next year and, you know, the road course isn't on the schedule, on the regular schedule. I think that makes us even a little bit more special. I think this at least showed us that this this race can put on a good race or this track can put on a good race. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think what we said last week too, Eric, you and I said this race under the lights is going to look pretty cool. And I yeah. and it did. I mean, the brakes were glowing yep. and, you know, it was it was a good looking show. I mean, NASCAR did, definitely had some. Um, you know, positives going for him in, in this race. And, and it was good to see that. I think NASCAR might've learned something during this race. And I don't think, I don't think they're going to pick up on it, but I think what made this race, James was the fact that they couldn't fuel until that first pit stop, because yeah. that's what set up the strategy for people to pit and change tires, but still need to pit for fuel and, and make it to where it wasn't just a given that you're going to come in for tires. Right. So I think that really was was great. And I don't know, maybe it's I, not that we need more gimmicks on races, but maybe it's something to think about. We have a competition caution. We're doing competition cautions this year at a lot of places. Yeah, maybe we think about not letting them fuel at it and set that to where it's a strategy point. But again, if the caution didn't fall when it, where it did. It wouldn't have mattered anyway. So well, it, just, it just worked out. I'll add to that, Eric. I think tire set limits. Or yeah. another, uh, you know, another thing that NASCAR might take another peek at. I mean, I know teams it want works as many in the truck and Xfinity, yeah. Xfinity series. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I know these teams want as many tires as they can get. But how many times did we hear about Denny Hamlin saying, "Well, should I pit?" I mean, they said you got one set left, and it, there was what fifteen laps to go, or yeah. something like that. I mean, you, you know, and you burn them up, and 
you're you know you're kind of screwed at that point so do you save them what do you do yeah I, I like that little strategy part of it too so i mean i give this race i give it a b james i don't think it, it's not an a by any means it was better than a lot of all-star races have been recently um and it was i mean it, honestly it was a good taste of racing to start the season it wasn't yeah. It wasn't overwhelming like the clash has been the last couple of years with all the wrecks. It was it was a good dose of fun without too much to spoil Sunday's well, show. And I would say too that last lap was NASCAR racing yeah. at its best. I mean yeah. that's what you want. You want you want the big dog making a run, mm-hmm. you know, trying to chase down the other car and you know, you got Clint Borger saying it's over and there's, right. you know, how many, <laughs> you know, mile and a half left yet to go. And well, you, you um, had the two, the two young bucks and the grizzled veteran beats him at the line. I know it's funny to call Kyle the grizzled veteran, but he kind of yeah. is now. He is. He's the elder <laughs> statesman. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, besides Harvick and Newman, uh, he's pretty much, <laughs> pretty much the elder statesman. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it was you know decent decent show. I mean, Kyle Busch. I don't know. I don't know if Kyle was super thrilled after that win. I mean, no. he he he, <laughs> he seemed, wasn't. Jump- yeah, he, his his demeanor seemed really really weird. Yeah, I know. He's like, uh, I guess I I guess I won that one. I mean, I, I guess Kyle probably was pissed off because he didn't earn it. It, it fell on his lap. But yeah, I mean that's racing that happens sometimes. Exactly. I mean, look at. You know, I know it's already been beaten to death, too, but that's how Ryan Blaney won the yep. first Roval. I mean, it was in, handed to him in his lap. Yep. So that's how this is going to go with all, all these road course races. This is going to be a little more common um, than than it has been in the past. Yep. And I think that's what NASCAR wants. That's why we have seven of these on the schedule now. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. Yep. And, uh, you know, they're most of them are designed to have a turn like this. If NASCAR gets the choice, they put a turn like this at the end of the end mm-hmm. of the course. It's, yep. I mean, look at the. Uh, yeah, I mean Sonoma's one of the one of the OGs here with that super tight hairpin that you can make a big run on. I mean, look yep. at Stewart and Hamlin a couple of years ago. I mean, that was a great finish to that race. So I mean, that's got a possibility. Um, Watkins Glen has had a couple of hairy moments, and they and they've got some pretty you know, yeah. tight corners coming towards the to the finish line and the bus stop too. Uh, so yeah, there's this is gonna be good. Um, so you know, I I'm not super optimistic for next week's road course race still. But well, that's I think... what I was gonna ask. Is what did we learn? Did did we learn that we we can expect a little bit more out of this one coming up? Or, I mean, it is gonna be different than last year. Last year we had no practice, no qualifying. First time the, these guys were on the track ever in a stock car was that weekend. Yeah. And that race day, and this year they've all got a little bit of experience with it from last year. They're they're bringing some notes to it. Um, do we expect this to be a better race than last year? Cause last year was kind of just felt like a filler to me. Yeah. I think it's going to have to be, uh, I, you know, I, again, I'm not setting the bar high, but right. you know, I think, I think, you know, I think it'll be okay. It gives I, me a lot more optimism for this track. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was, if we can get a situation like we had, you know, what I'm afraid of is what we saw early in this race and Denny Hamlin, you know, for all in right. the same tire cycle. And you got a guy like Denny Hamlin who's running like that. I don't think we're going to have what we saw, um, you know, saw kind of ma- I, I'm going to I'm going to say it, but it was manufactured a little bit yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the strategy. But that's fine. Um, not, not that that's a bad thing, but if the race falls naturally, I, I worry that we'll be stretched out again. I will say a couple things that give me a little bit more optimism is, you know, there are really two main passing points on this track. Um, maybe three, if you talk about the international horseshoe in the infield. Um, but really there's two and this, 
they were passing in more places. Um, you know, there were there were passes in the infield. There were passes coming back up onto the onto the big track. Um, they were making moves coming to the bus stop on the back stretch. I mean, there were there were options there, so that's good too. That it's not just a single file track, which it kind of seemed like last year. And that could be the arrow package because I believe we had the high downforce last year, right? For this yeah, one, yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah, and we had the low downforce this time. Um, I think that helped it. So, yeah. Um, how about the bus stop, James? We saw a lot of issues with the bus stop kicking up dirt. Uh, they were driving through it. Um, you think NASCAR is going to fix that? You think they're going to put some turtles in there? Or, or and if they, they might have to, yeah, they might have to. I don't These want cars, them to do it. Yeah, I loved the cars. Looked like Days of Thunder out there. They were so dirty. I loved that. I want to see them sliding through that stuff. That was another element. Martin Truex lost it back there. He lost the race in that spot. You yep. know, Kevin Harvick almost blew it there. Kevin Harvick lost the control of his car twice. Yeah, he Kevin Harvick just sucked at this. He sucks at this track. He's not good here. Yeah, he's not. No, he's not. But, so does uh, this count as um, so Kyle Busch, Eric has, um, <laughs> he's won everywhere. Yeah. Does this does this go on the list for him? Daytona Road Course win, right? I mean, yeah, it's it, an exhibition, but it, it's part of the list, right? It. I mean, not technically because when he won the All Star race, it did not count as a win on the. Oh no! Darn. So. Oh, okay. okay. Now that I'm... being said, there is another elusive uh, thing that now Kyle is the only one who has the opportunity to do this weekend. And that is the triple, which has never been done. Nobody's ever won the clash, the duels, and the 500 in the same weekend. They've won the first two, but nobody's ever won the 500 afterwards. Yeah, Stewart and Earnhardt got a lot of those. Yep. yep. Yeah. So yep, that's cool. That's a possibility. Uh, that could happen. So yeah, um, we'll see. Uh, anything else with, uh, with the clash that's worth talking about? Uh, no, man, I think we covered it all. Yeah. Um, I, I did tweet out though, just going back to the dirt for just a quick second. I said, we got a preview of the, the, uh, the Bristol, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. Bristol dirt track out there. Uh, that did, I mean, that's what it reminded me of. It was yeah. kind of, it was kind of crazy, but I never, I've never seen the cars that dirty. So they were was, filthy. Yeah. It was awesome. I was like, Oh man, it looks like days of thunder. This is great. It was fun. It was fun. I liked it. Uh, a couple things in the news, not a whole lot to discuss. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. Signs a new contract with JGR. Um, you got on here through 2022. We, we know it's at least through 2022. I don't at believe. least through 22. Yeah. It's a multi-year uh, extension. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's going to be there for a little bit longer. And, and I saw Pocker say that all JGR drivers are through at least 2022 now. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's no surprise here, right? I mean, there, where's true. No, like, where would, where would you go other than JGR? Oh, you retire. <coughs> right. I mean, that's yeah, it. if you're not going to, if you're not going to race for Joe Gibbs racing, you retire. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. Unless you make yeah. the lateral move of Stuart Haas or Hendrick, you're just, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Those are your options. If you, once you're at the top, you, there's nowhere else to go. Right. Except, except the rocking chair. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, 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 you know, Joe said it, I mean, Martin brings a lot to this organization and, mm -hmm. and he's not wrong. No. I mean, Martin George no, Jr. Revitalized that 19 team when they came over. We've talked some bad things about Martin Truex Jr. He's not, I mean, he's a champion. He's, yeah, he's not. I I wouldn't consider him. You know, I mean, he's an A driver. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. he's a top tier driver. I, I don't think he's on Kyle's level. Um, I don't think he's on Chase's level, but he's pretty darn close. Yeah, he's probably at this point in his career, he's probably the third best driver on his team, which is is yeah. not is not. <laughs> I mean, Hamlin and Bush are right. Yeah, you're not comparing them to other teams out there. It's, right. it's not like saying Cole Custer is the third best driver on his team, or for example, or right. whatever. It, this is a different situation. This is the this is the Yankees. This is the All Stars. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you know he fills that void um, for for JGR, but 
Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we, we wonder what he is without Cole Pern, and we saw it last year, but they were still pretty good. I know they only won one race, but that team was still solid. They were there. Uh, so if they can improve on it a little bit, I mean, he's still a championship threat. So you yep. keep him through the next couple of years, you get to see what he can do with the new car, and uh, you've got flexibility beyond. They, they have complete roster flexibility beyond 2022, which I think is actually a good thing for JGR. They can kind of see where they're at and, and, you know, start planning ahead just a little bit too. Right. Um, the, uh, we got some information on the Kyle Busch, uh, crew chief, uh, situation, which is pretty interesting. Uh, the Graham Bessinger, Bensinger, I don't know. Is that how you say it? Bensinger? I think you're right. Uh, Kyle was on there, uh, this week and said that, um, Adam Stevens decision to leave was Adam Stevens decision, not Kyle's, not the team's. Um, the quote is, uh, I asked Adam for a couple of changes to be made over the off season, uh, and he didn't agree with my philosophy on those changes. So he said, you know what, I'm going to go do something different and let you do something different and we'll see what happens. And uh, <laughs> Kyle says, I was shocked because I was like, well, essentially you just told me you quit on me. So I'm um, okay. See you later. Now I have to go find somebody else. So interesting, interesting dynamic there. You know, this it, obviously things were a little rocky, maybe rockier than we thought. <laughs> Well, it, it, that was that season, Eric, yeah. was, I mean, a, probably an eye opener. Yeah. But I mean, would you want to work directly with Kyle Busch for six straight years? No, <laughs> I love Kyle Busch. I don't want to work with Kyle Busch for 15 minutes. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I, and then this is from coming from Kyle. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm surprised he said this, honestly. I mean, I'll this tell is... you what, I don't know what, the, what it is about this show, James, but they get these, they get the good answers on this show. He, yeah, it's good. He That's does a great really job. Good. There's always good good information from this one. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised it took this long to come out. I mean, we're ready to start the season, and now we've got a little bit of like inner squad rivalry going yeah. on here. I mean, it does. Um, it is interesting because Kyle's usually pretty tight lipped about stuff. Yeah, and he's made some snarky. You know, before this article came out, he's been being kind of snarky about his team already this year. Yeah. Have you heard some of the stuff he's said? Like, you know, basically we're the twenty. You know, I I basically I'm driving the twenty car this year, and all this other stuff he's right. been kind of been short about it. So I don't know. I've, I have just thought he's been generally grumpier than, well, you mo- know, you know what a grumpy years. Kyle Bush brings us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could be, it's gonna be good, exciting. Could be a good season. Maybe could be, <laughs> could be. I, I hope he likes what he's got. I mean, he's one for one with this yeah. new team. So <laughs> yeah. Can't, yeah. Uh, can't complain. Well, he, now Kyle said, Kyle basically said, too that he was fired from the 18 car i mean that was the exact word he said was fired from the 18 cars he said that's what it felt like i was fired from the 18 which i mean that's not you can't i don't know you can't say your crew chief quit and i don't know i'm Uh, just confused i'm confused kyle's dramatic sure yeah (laughs) he's very dramatic he is is. (laughs) so um okay uh the only other thing thing in the news uh the qualifying's over for the 500 now um alex bowman uh, is on the pole, so as long as inspection, no inspection issues, uh, doesn't wreck the car, that sort of thing, he will start on the pole for the Daytona 500. William Byron will be outside front row. Both of them will pace the field for the Gatorade, or no, the Blue Green something vacations. I don't know what the it's hell they the call it. I know it's the 150s the Gatorade. They used to be the Gatorade duels. They're the duels, man, the duels on Thursday night. Just call them the duels. The duels. And- I hate that they're the 150s still. It's that still bothers me. They used to be the twin. It used to be the twin 125s. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where they they really need the extra 25 miles. I don't know. Let's just call the duels. But uh, and their point and and for NBC, their points paying races. By the way, 
there's points on the line. Yeah, you're at, right. At the duels. You're right. <laughs> I was, I was that two years in a row. I got them on that tweet. I was, <laughs> I was channeling my inner Nick Brownberg. <laughs> so yes, these are points paying races. So front row for race one on Thursday night will be Alex Bowman and Eric Almarola. Uh, front row for race two will be William Byron and Bubba Wallace. Bubba, look Bubba. at that. Yep, Bubba. So there yeah. you go. And uh, Derek Cope, Noah Gregson, neither of them took time. Yeah, Gregson had, I didn't see what it was. I We were getting ready to start the show, and I saw Gregson had an issue, but I didn't know what it was. But yeah, Derek yeah. Cope makes the field, and he <laughs> yeah, and didn't run a lap. <laughs> Just drives me crazy. <laughs> uh, all right, James, we get to preview the Daytona 500. I don't got any other news, unless there's something nope. I missed. Nope, it's, it's 500 time, man. There we go. Super Bowl of Motorsports. Oh, don't. Don't do that. Don't. I love that. I, who was it that, uh, I think it was, I don't know, might have been one of the Morning Drive guys or something. Or No, it was uh, whoever's on the, the afternoon show with Chocolate Myers um, for uh, on Sirius said that he was hoping to hear somebody say uh, during the Super Bowl weekend that this is their Daytona 500. Because oh, we always say yeah. the Daytona 500 is our Super Bowl, so. Well, when Fox usually carries the Super Bowl, there's a ton of Daytona 500 ads. Yeah. But this year was CBS, so we didn't get a whole lot of that. Yep. Um, instead, we got lots of Paramount Plus ads. Yeah. Are you going to sign up for Paramount Plus? No. No. Okay. No, thank you. Um, I have enough pluses in my uh, life right now. Yeah, I got, I got Peacock thanks to this freaking Supercross. So for those did three, you ever finish Dale Jr.'s show? No, by the way. no, I never did. I still watch. Unbelievable! Watch two I'm still waiting for you to finish that dang yeah. Lost Speedways. So no, I, can I should, tell you. Actually, I have it without commercials right now, so I should watch it. Oh my god! <coughs> heaven forbid! Heaven forbid there be commercials. No, but I'm catching back up on his podcast again. I just listened, finished listening to the first episode of the Daryl Waltrip interview today, and I'm, I'm I started the second episode, and then he's got Larry Mack on again um, this week. So, yeah. <sighs> Yes, that's good. I mean, yeah, that's really good. The man who won the 500 with Dale Earnhardt, Larry Mack. Yeah. Yep. That's what they're talking about is the 98 500. So. Heck yeah, man. That's awesome. <sighs> All right. So we're going to do our picks. Our picks are going to be different this year, James. Um, I'm, I'll explain it to you because I sort of did, but then I, well, it's just, just to case. My response to you earlier in the day was you're putting too much. What did I say? You're. You're expecting too much of me yeah. is what you said, what I said. So that's yes. Yeah, so <laughs> that's because in other words, what you have to do is you have to look at the average finish of three series instead of one series, the last second before the show. I actually, that's right. I actually prepared my picks in advance tonight. I have my picks ready to go and I have a backup because I'm letting you pick first because I didn't include this in the notes, but I think whoever loses the week prior will, uh, will get the first pick each week. Um, and because mm. I won the championship last year, you get the first pick this week. Damn. So um, here's what you we're going to do. Me. We're going to, we're each picking one driver from each series. Uh, they will be, it's not our, necessarily our winner. We're picking for points. So um, pick one driver from each series must be racing for points in that series because we're going to earn the same points that they earn. Um, whichever points that driver scores over the weekend, we score um, ourselves. And then whoever has the most points at the end of the season wins the championship. And I, I don't think we'll probably do a playoffs. We'll probably just do this all the way through, I think. Mm. If that works for you. That works for me, man. So, and I, I spent some time today and made a nice little spreadsheet in Google Sheets so I can keep track of this and not have to add it up every week. <laughs> That's right. So. That's it, right. In theory, it should be easy. 
James, I will uh, I will handle the scoring of it, so you don't have to deal with it. All you got to do is come with picks each week. Good. And on that note, the Truck Series race is Friday night. Uh, the Nextra Energy 250, I believe, is what the race is called. Yeah. And you get the first pick. Who is your pick for the Truck Series, which could be challenging because there's some new drivers this year, and this one's there's a little tougher. New, there's some new drivers, and I took a look at all of them. Um, and... Man, I don't know. For the record, I, I got this either. idea from Larry Mack and their show on Sirius because this is how they do their picks. So. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be a, there's gonna be some weeks where it's challenging. But it's we're gonna, make it's it. gonna be really challenging. I mean, we're gonna make it work. Yeah, we are gonna make it work. By God. Um, okay, so I'm gonna do for the truck series. I'm gonna start out with a conservative pick um, for the trucks. Okay, and I'm going to take matt crafton it's a good one it's a solid I, i'm a little bit worried that they're switching manufacturers so yeah, that's late. Right. they are switching manufacturers uh they? yes they did they are they are from ford to toyota uh but i feel like if i go with crafton um he's gonna score me some points so that's what i'm going for i want points give me Crafton. there you go i am going to go an opposite direction and I am going to go with somebody who I think is going to set the world on fire in the truck series this year. And I'm going to pick John Hunter Nemechek. Oh, yeah. As my John Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, we got to look out for um, for a few guys. But, yeah, he's yeah. he's the one coming back down to the trucks yep. to, light the, to light the world on fire I with think KBM. John Hunter in a competitive truck for possibly the first time ever. Um, he could be uh, pretty dangerous. Yeah. So, um, like that. No, neither of us chose Haley Deegan. No, no, no. We did not choose Haley Deegan. Um, <laughs> she is running for points, right? She's running the whole series in truck series. Yeah, year? she's running for the. Okay. Yep, That's she's running for the championship. Yep, Haley. And if yeah, I, I will wonder if she'll get picked this year. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, John Hunter was my first choice. My backup pick was Johnny Sauter, though, with three wins at, at Daytona. Yeah, Johnny Sauter's a good one. Yeah, I took a look at that. I, <laughs> it, it's such a crapshoot at Daytona, but yeah, I mean, especially know. this race. If you look at the winners in the truck series. It's usually somebody who just lucks well, into a win. Exactly. And here's the thing we have to remember, too. And, and this is part of why I picked Crafton. I, I'm going to look I'm looking at stage points here, too, because at Daytona, you're not you're, Daytona. You're not necessarily looking just for the winner. You know, if, if Crafton goes out there and wins a couple stages or runs high all race, you're going to score a lot of points. Yeah, but way, you want to so. you want to know why why that's a bad choice? Why is that? Crafton's one of those guys that hangs in the back all race. That's okay. Well, that's okay, but he he's going to get be those there. stage points. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he'll be there. That is a good hopefully point, though. It's really there. a different strategy this year because it's not just who finishes highest. Exactly. Yeah, and we're it's not picking underdogs either. So yep, no underdogs. Yep. Um. All right, Xfinity Series. Speaking of crapshoots, this one could be a pretty good crapshoot <laughs> as well. Uh, James, who are you picking for the Xfinity Series winner? I don't know what uh, the heck this race is called. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. So I will go. So who are the guy who won this race last year? That's Noah Gregson. Correct. Um, I was gonna take Noah, and I th I think I'm gonna take him. I think okay. I'm still gonna take him. I'm still gonna take Noah Gregson. Um, he runs these uh, the big tracks pretty well, uh, the super speedways. So I will I will take him. A lot of good ones to pick from here though. There's yeah. there's one that was staring me in the face, and I'm wondering if you're gonna take him. He probably drives the 11 car, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that yep. he was. Yep. My, Haley was my first choice and Gregson was my backup. So I'm going Justin Haley. Yeah, that was the one I was looking at. I'm like, man, he's really good at these places. Which, he's probably the best one. This will be, I mean, that's obviously the first time ever that I'm going to pick. Well, you're going to, you're going to get karma. You're going to get karma for picking him. I'm gonna, yeah. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I know. I know. 
I'm not I'm not a Justin Haley fan, but he proved himself to me last year with the with yeah the, he broke he broke your spirit, man. Yeah, he really did. Yeah, <laughs> he really did. And then uh, the big one, James Daytona 500 on Sunday. Hopefully, no rain. Knock on wood. Um, who's your pick for the 500 this year? Yeah, the Daytona 500. So I get the first pick for the 500. And the first pick. There's a lot of places you can go, but there's the there's one guy that everybody thinks is gonna win. You're, um, you're going, are you going for the three feet? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, though I feel like an idiot for not picking Denny Hamlin. I know. I'm gonna pick, right? Me too. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Ryan Blaney. Here. Ryan Blaney. Yeah, really he uh, he showed me something last year. And um, I kind of wish we were picking after the duels because I'd like to see what these guys are going to look like out right. there. But I'll, I'll take Blaney. I mean, he runs these places as good as anybody. And, and winning three in a row is really hard to do. I, Man, if Denny Hamlin pulls it off, good good on him. So I'm going to be stupid, James. There you go. And I am going to not vote with my brain, but vote with my heart. And go with my prediction that this is going to be a turning point of a year and uh, he already started the season off on the right foot. And I'm going to say that Kyle Busch gets his Daytona 500 win. This AFB, season. a 500 champion. Yep. It's the only thing he's got left, man. You know, a Daytona is a great place to go for your with your heart, though. Yeah, exactly. You're going to go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. But Kyle, I mean, he does terrible in this race usually. Yeah. And it's just yeah. He, if, if it was if it was the, the summer race. Yeah. But this race just he's never. Yeah. Never in it, man. He usually yep. wrecks early or gets something stupid happens. Um, Kyle was my first pick. Blaney was my backup. So if, uh, so if Denny Hamlin finishes this off, if he gets the three peat at Daytona, I mean, he's already, I mean, you know, let's put, let, let's put that up there with, I mean, that's as about yeah. as good, good as getting a championship. Yeah. That's that, a, that's it, a big it, stat. It's he'd have four total five hundreds. He could have had, he could have won Richard Petty won seven of these and didn't do three in a row. Yeah. He could have won the 2018 Daytona 500. If things would have went his way a little bit different, people forget that, that, uh, when uh, when Austin Dillon blew by, well, he he spun out Eric Elmore. Right. Hamlin Hamlin was the guy who was right there, and and if things would have bounced a little differently, he could have won that race too. That is the thing so. too. Like there are some really good picks for this race. William Byron's really good on on uh, the big tracks. Um, Eric Almarola is a lot of people's pick this weekend. Bubba Wallace yeah. is a great pick here. Um, yep. You know, Harvick's Chase gotten Elliott, done man. here. Yeah. Chase Elliott's a great pick. I mean. There's a lot Eric, of good drivers. Matt Benedetto. Jones. Yep. Eric Jones. Yeah. Joey Logano. How can you yeah. not pick Joey Logano for this race? Although. Yeah. Lo- Jolo. Logano. Logano will never win in this package because he's just going to wreck it. Get cause a wreck by blocking. Yeah, I know. And then TJ yeah. majors will say it's somebody else's fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part of me always wants to take Brad Keselowski still. Um, yeah. and I'd love for him to get this one you know, that would be a really nice, you know, mark on his career. And, and he's got a lot to race for this year. So he's one of my, like, you know, in my heart, you know, yeah. I'd love to see him pull it off. I mean, heck Kyle Larson, you know, if he comes back and his first race back is, is a 500 win. I mean, come on, that would be huge yeah. for him. Could, could really turn his entire career around. I mean, that, that this is a, this race right here can make a lot of things happen for some of these guys. Well, um, it, starts, I mean, it starts, whoever wins it starts the year off in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and how about Ryan Newman? Yeah, like, exactly. What, what if Ryan Newman comes back and wins this thing? thing? Yeah, he almost what? won it last year. 300 feet away from the victory. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I know. So that's what I'm saying. This is great. I mean, we've got some guys locked into this race. I mean, David Reagan finished top five last year. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a part-time guy, but. Yep. Um, you know, those he's he knows how to win. <laughs> he's done it before. Yeah, there's about 
five guys that you could pick as that that won't win this race, and that's yeah. about it. Uh, you know, yeah, Derek Cope's not going to win this race, guys. Derek, yeah, Derek Cope's not winning the race. It's not yeah. going to happen. Joey Gase, Ty Dillon, probably, probably not, not going to win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but uh, I don't know. Ty Dillon, maybe. Ty well, Dillon, maybe. If he's in the right spot, he could do it. I could see Ty Dillon pulling it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, we didn't mention it earlier, but Ryan priest did get in. He, he's, yep. you know, um, he might not be able to race the whole season, but they sold or they got rid of their charter or gave yep. it back. Uh, so lots going on there. I mean, gosh, yeah. Mike, I mean, Michael McDowell, we mm-hmm. didn't even bring him up. He, yeah. he could win one of these races. So, yeah. I mean, you really could just, it's pretty you could just yeah. throw it, a, throw a dart at the board and pick somebody yep. so in the day 2500 gets a little wacky that so. being said there's always the same several guys that are right up front and uh you know we yeah didn't, we didn't pick one of them so <laughs> uh, yeah exactly well there's there's a reason that hamlin kozlowski blaney those yeah. guys are always up front at yep. Talladega and daytona they know how to do this they're the best at it um but you know there's there's that wild card part of it you know you take you you know you go to vegas and you look look at the odds and I mean, you could probably get some good value for some of these guys. I will say though, the if, 500, if the wild card happens at the 500 a lot less than it does at Talladega. That's right. Yeah. You know, usually the yep. 500 is a big name driver. I mean, you've had your Trevor Baines get through and win it, but, but even generally, then, yeah. But you think about that Trevor Bain 500, Eric, that was, I mean, you were there. Yeah. Um, that guy was, uh, that car was fast all week. Was that was not of Jeff Gordon all day. I mean, yeah, he was not a fluke that he won that race. No. Like that was a, that, I mean, he, there was a fluke name that right. won the race, but no, you put all the cards together just like that and you get it, you get a win. I mean, that's, you yeah. know, that's the thing about Daytona. You, you do get the randomness a little bit and you got a guy like, you know, like Trevor Bain who comes and it's just his day. And then you've had, guys like Tony Stewart who have been one push away from getting it done and never, never had it happen. Or he's had the fastest car and, you know, messed up like he did in 20 in 2007. And just, he never got his opportunity to win it. Right. He had his chances, but he never, never sealed the deal. So I'll, uh, you know. I'll be interested to see how the duels are tomorrow night with the fact that we haven't been on the oval track in a race since, this year. Yeah. Since you the know. finale of, uh, yeah, since the Cup Series finale, regular season finale last year. Yeah, so that's unusual. You know, usually we get that wrecking out of our system in the Clash. We didn't get that this year. So yeah. will the duels be wilder and will the 500 be wilder as a result? It'll be interesting. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Uh, Fantasy League, there's nothing to update because we didn't have any picks. But, uh, James, how do people sign up if they yeah, want to sign go, up for it? Yep, go to Fantasy uh, NASCAR Fantasy <laughs> Live at NASCAR.com. And just find the super speedway, three words, the super speedway and yeah. join our league, group. It's wide open. So, uh, you know what? And actually I will look and see. I had anybody I had a, new jump in. I had a couple people reach out and said they might want to join. I didn't nice. know if they did or not yet, but uh, let me take a look and see how many numbers we got here. Signing in. Oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> the internet. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. So uh, we got, oh, Eric, we got a few new ones in Do here. we? Yeah, we got Rusty W two. That's a new one. Nice. Uh, let me see. Our our local favorites are here. We got Freight Train Ranger. Uh, the KB show still there. That's good because I didn't do anything yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Denny the Many Toyota fan. So yeah, we've got a couple. Uh, got a couple couple people in here. So let's nice. see how it. Uh, yeah, see if it grows here in the next couple weeks. But yeah, you got you guys have got time. You can pick your roster until, um, pretty much right on race day. Um, cause there's no poll award or anything like that. So, 
a couple of new things that they've introduced though uh they have um bonus picks now eric okay. you can pick the race winner then you pick you pick the top chevrolet for five points top forward for five Ooh, points interesting top toyota for five points is that in you place have the winning... of picking a manufacturer or you still get the winning no no you still can pick the manufacturer for 10 okay. and then you pick the winning team for nice 10. that's interesting yeah so a few new uh a few new changes to fantasy live i'm gonna roll with it I like that. See how it goes. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So come on in, people. There you Let's go. go. Yeah. Let's sign go up. Uh, I mean, at least make it, it. This is so painful for me every year. So if you guys sign up for it, at least it'll make it a little less painful or more painful because I'll suck worse. So yes, the job is to beat Todd. <laughs> right. Exactly. Doesn't matter who it is. Exactly. Many of us. Yeah. Uh, reminder: Whoever wins gets a guest spot on the show uh, for the season wrap up. So. We have you on a pod, and then there you unless, go. unless you don't want to be, and then tough, you don't get a prize. So, That's fine. So, uh, I mean, yeah. who wouldn't who wouldn't want to be on this podcast? It, this is this is a, a, an example of professionalism if I've ever seen one. Yeah, if you um, <laughs> <laughs> if anybody listened to the entire podcast last week, yeah, did you guys hear the Easter egg last week? There's nice. a little Easter egg that Eric snuck into the last <laughs> podcast. If you listened to the entire episode, you got a nice little hint uh, of yeah. of how. You know, I've always said, Eric, the the after show and the and the pre show are always better than the actual show. Well, the after show is always great, but I don't ever record that part. But the no. pre show is recorded, and there's some good stuff in there. There's some good stuff today. Right? Yeah, <laughs> in the pre show. Yeah, there's some good stuff. <sighs> um, any shout outs, James, this week? Uh not from me. I'm trying to think of. I had anything, but I gave all my good shout outs away the last couple weeks. I'm well, just ready for the 500, man. I, I'm going to steal your shout out from last week and shout them out again. Uh, Life in the Fans Lane. Uh, James's buddy has a podcast. Uh, I got to listen to at least the first, I think, I, well, I have 23 minutes left in the first episode, episode zero. Um, and it was pretty interesting. I, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. So, um, yeah, they're trying it. They're trying it. They're, yeah. you know, they're doing a couple of cool They've things. They had their new three episode. episodes out. So, yeah, they've got a uh, their last episode. I, I looked at the timestamp yeah. on it. I went, well, I went, oh, I said they got the same problem we do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> they hour, go and, long. hour and forty five minutes. Long. But no, they're yeah, they're doing a good job. They're taking a different spin on uh, on the podcast. So it's definitely not you know it's not a competitor of ours or anything like that. It's yeah. it's a whole new take on what they're doing. So no, I, I, liked, I like it. I liked hearing them talk about how they got into it and how, you know how they were how they became interested in NASCAR. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a great way. To, yeah, it was a great way to start. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to work a way to get them into my podcast rotation because it's tough. It's tough to find room in there. I'm back to working at the office, so I've got you know a couple hours on the road each day. So that yeah, helps. We'll yeah. When yeah. I when I was working from home, I wasn't listening to any podcasts, and that that's tough. Yeah. See, I'm able to still, but I you and I have, dude. You I and I are. We have different work. brains. Yeah. yeah we have different brains. I can't work and listen to words, but I my job is words. I mean, I have to. Your job write is and read. Yeah, so how do you yeah. do that when you're listening to words yeah. too? You know, I should have said I do. I should have said I do have a shout out. Um, okay, go ahead. Do yeah, some time. Eric, you and I were talking before the podcast. The Ryan McGee and ESPN. Yes. Uh, Dale, Dale Earnhardt stuff. So twenty years has passed since since Dale has passed, and man, I can't believe it's been that long. No, holy kidding. crap. Um, but they're doing a four part series um, on you know basically everything going into to what happened to Dale and and everything that happened afterwards. Um, quotes from Dale Jr. Dale Jr. is a big part of it. Um, that's a great piece. And then they're going to do something on E60 on the morning of the 500 on ESPN. Um, and then another piece about it is Jordan Bianchi's piece. Yeah. I uh, haven't that read that did. yet. I, I heard yeah. it's great. Uh, yeah. Just 
give it give it a chance if uh, if you're an athletic subscriber. Um, yeah, Jordan did a 20th anniversary talk to, to reporters who was there yeah. that day. Um, just a couple of interesting spins on the 20th anniversary of, um, you know, really the, the you know, it, basically when that day happened, we entered a new era of NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the old era of NASCAR was gone, and we were in a whole new space. Yep. Ever since then, so um, you know, changed for. Probably not for the better, but not having Dale around, yeah. um, unfortunately. But, you know, we're still here. And because of, you know, I would say to Eric, because of Dale's legacy, um, we're, we're still here and we're still strong. Yep. Um, the sport's not, the sport's in a healthy place. Um, you know, it, it wasn't for a few years, but I, I would say that we are in a very healthy spot. And, and that's because of the legacy of Dale Earnhardt. I, you know, he's a big part of it. Yeah. And I mean, I, w- I would say even, you know, we've got younger fans that, you know, weren't around when, or, or weren't watching NASCAR when, uh, when Dale was racing. Um, it's hard to describe to you what it was like to lose Dale Earnhardt. I mean, you can't, I couldn't pick somebody. There's so many, the only there's other so comp- many stars now in our sport yeah. that there's not one like him. If yeah, we were to, I mean, it would be tragic to lose anybody, but it wouldn't be the same as yeah. losing Dale, I mean the only the only comp, the only person who's even climbing the mountain is Jeff is Jeff Gordon. Yeah, I mean Jeff was the only other person, and that's saying something because we've had Jimmy Johnson and right um, a lot of great drivers. Tony Stewart have rolled through the series, won multiple championships. Get that but, Tony Stewart in there, don't you? Well, I mean he's a three time champ, yeah. dude. I mean, I mean he's, he's great drivers. He's all right. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Busch is on that list. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not. Kyle Busch. I right. mean, I'm just talking about the great champions of the sport. And well, Earnhardt um, was right at that point in his career where, you know, he'd had some struggles. He was becoming a fan favorite. Finally, he'd you know started DEI. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he had the three car team in, at the 500 that year. I mean, Dale was Dale was really hated for a long time. It'd be hard to believe now, but Dale was really hated by a lot of people. Oh yeah, he uh, was. Anybody but Earnhardt, I was one of them. You know, I was one of them, man. Yeah, me too. As a kid, I was a kid. I I did not like Dale Earnhardt. Yep. But he was he was at that age that, you know, someone like Jimmy Johnson was that they start to get the respect. The fans start to yep. respect him. They start to appreciate what they had with them. Kyle and Bush is going to enter that zone here very, very soon. Yep. It's coming. He's he's getting yep. there. Getting he's real getting close. There. Yep. So Jeff he, Gordon was like that, too. People yeah. hated Jeff. He entered the old man zone. And well, I mean, back then you either like Jeff Gordon, or you like Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and whoever and you, you did, if you were a fan of another driver, you had to pick one of the two. Yeah. Still. Yep. Yeah. And you hated the other guy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know many people who hated both. I mean, I, no. I remember I didn't like either of them because Jeff Gordon won too much, and I just didn't like Dale Earnhardt because yeah. he wrecked everybody all the time. That was my – as a kid, that was my, you know, I was opinion as a kid. I was pretty but. much a Gordon fan most of the way through. I got sick of seeing Gordon win, but I was yeah. always always a Gordon fan. I think when the – you know, Eric, I, I should say too – what another comp to Dale Earnhardt, but not in a different way is Davey. When we lost Davey, but we lost Davey before he could become Dale Earnhardt. Right. Like he, he could have been that guy, you know, he could have been the Jeff Gordon type. We just, we lost him as a, at a point where we weren't able to, uh, to see him blossom into what he was going to become. Well, in that era of NASCAR, we had big personalities like that. And we don't, I don't, we just don't have that anymore. You know, sponsors have, have ruined that. TV has ruined that. There's just too much. I mean, look at, not to say that what Kyle Larson did was okay, but that sort of thing is what's ruined that. Um, and so it, it's different now, but, but Earnhardt wasn't just a big personality. He was the <laughs> big personality. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, so it yeah, was... Dale and Dale and Jeff Gordon transcended NASCAR. They yeah. were, you know, they don't, you don't like to say that people are bigger than the sport. Um, but a guy like Tiger Woods is bigger than golf, you know, yeah. like Tiger Woods could go start his own golf tour and it would be the biggest thing, <laughs> you know, in that sport, Dale and Jeff could have started their own stock car racing series and it would have been the biggest thing. My favorite you know, thing going. is we go to Michigan and you know, it's a 200 lap race. Earnhardt would crash out on lap 50. Half the stands would leave because oh, they I know, were yeah. only there to see Dale Earnhardt. And that was it. Yep. And yep. it was just ridiculous. I mean, yeah. No other drivers like that. Yep. Yeah. How <sighs> fortunate were you and I that we got to watch Dale race yeah. in, in person and Jimmy Johnson? Yeah. We saw Dale um, in his prime. I mean, you got to see Richard. See, that's right before. Yeah. But I Richard, got to go. Richard wasn't Richard wasn't Richard anymore, though. Yeah. Richard yeah. was Richard was the towel in the mouth guy that could barely hang on the steering wheel. Looked like he was about ready to die when he got out of the car by the time yeah. I started watching. Yeah. Or started at least appreciating it. Right. My right. first first couple of years in the sport, 88, 89, were the, the worst Richard Petty years. Well, that was Daryl Waltrip for me. Yeah. You know, that was when I yeah. was in the sport. Daryl Waltrip was the worst guy out there. Yep. You know, you play the NASCAR video game and you, you know, Daryl Waltrip was last place <laughs> all the time. Yeah. You know? It's funny how that goes. I know. Yeah. I mean, heck, we kind of got that with Jimmy Johnson yep. a little bit. Not not to that extent. I mean, he was still competitive, but yeah. At least he you know, was not at like least was. Jimmy was wrecking out of the lead, you know, coming to the end of the stage. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> not it's, it's not missing qualifying for races. Yeah. I mean, it's happened to a lot. All of our stars at some point, you yeah. know, Jeff Gordon was the only one who, you know, was still racing for a title or anything right to the bitter end. But yeah, yeah, but yeah I'm glad I got top Dale. Rusty I like, went I like pretty long. Rusty was still pretty competitive when he hung. Yeah. Up. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Rusty was pretty competitive for Dale Jarrett. Um, yeah. Right until that, I mean, he went, he went, he went to Michael Waldrop racing yeah. and that was the end of it. But I mean, Mark Martin was super competitive when he retired for the first time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The eighth or ninth time it was, he was struggling, but yeah, I think when Mark, uh, Mark won five races that well, first year with Hendrick, that was the end of it. <laughs> yeah. And then he, yeah, but yeah, he was still, <laughs> he was still given Mark Martin. Well, he was in his freaking fifties. Yeah. Though. He right. Was, that's a different Mark was a different beast. Yeah, he was. Yeah that dude i'm telling you yeah i love talking daily heart stories man we could oh god yeah, yeah we could divulge into why don't we talk about this thing. stuff during the off season just talk about 90s nascar we oh we could definitely so do many that. good 90s stories oh my god stuff from yes. the heyday of NASCAR. our heyday yeah yeah i mean I'm, I'm not one of those people that i i really i very much even as i consider myself a pretty long-term fan i mean it, i i did not but from the 70s or anything but you know early 80s mid 80s is when i started watching the sport when i could first watched the tv and i've been a fan ever since then and i'm not one of those those deluded people that thinks that that was the best era of nascar and things just aren't as good now i think things are way more competitive now there were yeah. pluses back then that we don't have now but there are things we have now that we didn't have back then and and yeah. you just you just can't compare them but no i know and i've got like, some good I've... memories of that time <laughs> yeah and i love the 90s nascar like yeah. i think that was that's my favorite era um, but I think, I think the 2005s is, you know, right around 2005 to 2007, I feel like those are the best, yeah. you know, most competitive, most competitive years of NASCAR. Like those are, I don't know. See, uh, I, I feel like incredible that, years. Those are incredible years. That era is kind of where I started to lose some interest a little bit. Yeah. I think. And like, I feel like right now is so much better than then. Um, I mean, I, well, I absolutely yeah. love where our sport is right now. Yeah, I it's love an, where it's our sport a, is. 
it's not in a bad spot right now. We're not no. doing we're not doing bad. No. I mean, we got MJ. We got MJ. <laughs> gonna, I think I'm going to say that every time on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I got right. Michael. <laughs> yep. So, all right. Very uh, good. James, if people want to chat about 90s NASCAR or mid-2000s NASCAR with yeah, you, how can they do that on social media? James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find the podcast at Facebook or on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. Our website is www.thesuperspeedway.com. You can find uh, old episodes of the podcast, uh, show notes, links to all the articles we discuss, uh, some past race coverage, photos, all that stuff. Check that out there. Um, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud, soon to be more places. Um, and uh, if you want to become a patron and help out with the show, uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash thesuperspeedway. Uh, we got cars on the track the rest of the week, as long as the weather holds out. Uh, we got the Gatorade, or not Gatorade duels, they're just the duels. The duels are tomorrow night, Thursday night, uh, Truck Series Friday, Saturday Xfinity, Cup Series Sunday. Lots of racing planned. Um, hopefully it all goes off well. We'll be back next week to discuss it all and preview the road course at Daytona. Uh, it's time, guys. The season is beginning. Let's go right. racing. are we in qualifying i haven't had a chance to look yet uh william byron is on the pole right now there are 33 cars that have gone Derek cope is next up <laughs> wow but still to go eric almarola austin dylan alex bowman kevin harvick joey logano ryan blaney chase briscoe kyle bush and christopher bell so those guys aren't beating byron well alex bowman maybe oh bowman yeah bowman could bowman could so, yeah, I got the scoring monitor pulled up. I love that they do this virtual media center now. <laughs> it's so nice. All right. Well, there you go. All right, boys. Time to wrap it up. <laughs> uh, how much, how excited are you not to have to be in an apartment much longer? Oh, dude, I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. I'm so excited. Hey, talk like you're going to be on, like you, like you talk during the show. Okay. Um, how's it going, man? Doing good? All Having right. a good day? I Loving life? I think I got your volume better this week. Perfect. You good. were really low last week when I went back and listened to it. and I, Yeah, I checked it out for a little bit. I think I've got it better. God, they're still on the freaking thing. Guys, it's time! <laughs> Are you recording? <laughs> huh, I am recording, yes. 